0: Podcast. Now, hey, get up, get loud, the- Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be breaking down season two, episode 16 of Hannah Montana. It's me and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas. And of course. Who else would be my guest today, except my good friend Kayla Littleton, who, of course, claimed this episode, like,
1: years before the podcast ever came to fruition. I mean, like, literally, since the first time you said, hey, a Hannah Montana podcast could be fun, I was like, you know you've got me. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a guest for at least one
0: episode. Yes. Um, So this episode is interesting for several reasons. Number one, (laughs) this, I think, was the, like, highest rated episode of Hannah Montana in terms of who actually watched um out of I think every single episode and it's because it premiered after High School Musical 2 and I guess also the premiere episode of Phineas and Ferb (laughs) so
1: yeah big night on the Disney channel (laughs) it was chaotic because yeah it was Phineas and Ferb High School Musical 2 which Miley was in at the end, well, which guess. was another big deal because there was the whole guessing game of which star is it going to be? And everyone was like, we know it's Miley. Um, and then... And it's for a literal frame of the credits. Yeah, exactly. But it was a huge deal. Like, that was a huge deal on Disney. And then, yeah, then all of a sudden it was Jonas Brothers on Hannah Montana, uh, which was a big deal, A, because the Jonas Brothers were, you know, just now the the hot thing. Um, mm. And also because Miley and Nick were in the media a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to ask you, because I don't remember the timeline of these things very clearly, um, but I definitely got the vibe from this episode that they were already dating at this point, and yes. that was true.
1: Yes, that is true. And so, yeah, so they definitely played that up. Um, For sure. There was, there was already that connection, and then they were like, well, I guess we're just going to make... Hannah Montana universe, Nick Jonas, completely in love with Miley.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I also I was curious. I I think we're probably still pre this, but I figured you would know. Um Joe Jonas wasn't dating Taylor Swift yet, right? Oh god, what was the air date for this? Two thousand seven.
1: I, I don't think so.
0: I, I thought it was a little too early, but I was like, God, but if Miley and Nick were already
1: together. <laughs> no, I want to say that that was, I, this may have been, yeah, no, I think this is in between, but it's before Taylor. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's pre-Taylor, but my timeline's all off.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm trying to remember if I watched this the day it aired or if I watched it just shortly afterwards because I know that I saw High School Musical 2 around when it came out, even right. though I claimed to not like High School Musical, even though I think on a deeper <laughs> level I probably did, mm-hmm. but but I definitely remember the stuff about the poll and if Miley should be in High School Musical 2, and I remember definitely picking her because the other two people were, like, not interesting. Um, right. <laughs> and uh, no offense to, like, Jason Dolly or whatever. Um <laughs> Jason, Jason Dolly, if you're oh listening, God. I'm sorry, um, but but I wasn't sure if I if I was like I think it's possible. I watched this block of programming that day. This would have been during a window where I did actually have cable, so it's conceivable. I'm not I'm not positive. I know for a fact that I saw this back in the day. It's just a question of mm-hmm. if I saw it that day, you know. I assume you saw it the day. Um, I did.
1: Well, this, I mean, this is August 2007, which is like the very beginning of the height of my Jonas Brothers fandom. Um, It was, Mm -hmm. this was a month before I saw them in live in concert for the very first time. So I was very invested. I had my tickets already. It was a very big deal. Um, But (laughs) this was also during the time that I adamantly did not like Hannah Montana, This Mm -hmm. is the time where I was like, whatever, because I thought I was cool. And then, of course, girls are pressured to be contrarians about things. But where was I two months later? The Hannah Montana meet my Cyrus tour. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where was I two months later? Wearing a Hannah Montana wig. Like, you know, but I so adamantly remember being like, ugh. I mean, I get it because Nick and Miley are dating. I get it. But like Hannah Montana. But of course I was there watching the premiere. So excited. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, here we are, you know, a gajillion years later and I still have the episode memorized. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: So the things that I remembered about this going in, I didn't remember like any of the actual plot. Um, It was more like, I remember that We Got the Party is in this episode and I remember it, the sequence yes. at the end, and like I, I wasn't the biggest Jonas Brothers fan, but it was like impossible not to be very aware of them <laughs> at the time. <laughs> if you were if you were a girl of a certain age in the early 2000s, like you knew about the Jonas Brothers. So this episode uh, starts with Hannah waiting to get into her recording studio. And I do want to say that during this sequence, Robbie Ray is doing a crossword puzzle. And he asks for help figuring out a clue. And the clue is just U.S. President John Quincy blank. And I'm like, really? You can't figure that out?
1: (laughs) Right? I was like,
0: oh, really? That's like one of the easiest ones. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's weird. Um, Miley is complaining about how the size six shoes always go first. And so she has to get to this shoe sale with Lily.
0: (laughs) I know. I was like, um... I, I was like, oh, God, for 14, is six big or small? Like, I feel like that's small, but
1: that, what do yeah, I Yeah, like, I don't know if, I don't know if, I mean, I feel like I guess that was what most of my friends' shoe sizes probably were in junior high. But I don't like, know. I don't know. <laughs> but she finally is Who like, knows? I'm uh, I'm going to bust down the door of the
0: studio or whatever and the Jonas Brothers are in there and they're just like doing, doing some so harmonizing. Weird riff. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> like they're not even like you get, doing yeah. anything.
1: <laughs> no. And the, the craziest part is Kevin is also at the mic with them. Like it is, it makes no sense. It's a single mic and all three brothers around it just doing whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh I need to talk with you about the implications of the Jonas Brothers existing in the HMU um,
1: as themselves. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the face Kayla just There's, <laughs> You know, it, it do, there's a lot of things that don't make sense about which celebrities do and don't exist in yeah. the HMU. Um, I mean, you obviously... When we're recording this, the episode that just aired had Jesse McCartney existing in the HMU. Yes, um, which doesn't make a lot of sense either, especially in the context of how old he was versus how old Miley is, was, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then things like Dolly Parton, a version of, exists in the HMU. Like, there's kind it's of. a weird <laughs> kind of. But then also. They have a ton of, like, made-up celebrities. So I don't understand how celebrity works. Because also this year, I mean, 2007 is when Hannah Montana started existing outside of Disney Channel. Like, Miley toured as Hannah Montana. That's true. And, I mean. (laughs) And as herself. (laughs) it, It
0: comes back to, like, the Robbie Ray of it all for me. Because... Not to continue to harp on this, but so Robbie Ray and Billy Ray Cyrus both exist in the HMU, but we don't know strictly if Billy Ray Cyrus has a daughter named Miley and if she's a singer or whatever, but the Jonas Brothers exist in the HMU, and they exist at the same time that the real Nick Jonas is dating Miley Cyrus, so... So is Nick Jonas
1: single in the HMU? I mean, I think he would have to be, because <laughs> I mean his whole his whole arc is that he's so into Hannah Montana. So I mean, I guess that like Arc is a very generous he like, word. He is flirtatious know, with Miley. <laughs> but that's it. But like that's honestly all he does in this episode <laughs> is he sings some high notes. Oggles Miley and then shoots marshmallows. That's like all Nick does in this episode. Those were marshmallows. That I was don't... the marshmallow guns because that was also the height of marshmallow guns being popular. No,
0: you're right. Fun I fact. just it didn't occur to me. Yeah, so there are several sequences in this episode where the Jonas <laughs> Brothers are like firing these like pellets, and I. I was like, are these, like, Nerf guns? Are they, like, pellet guns? I just, it never occurred to me that they would be marshmallow guns.
1: (laughs) It's marshmallow guns. I remember very clearly how cool marshmallow guns were in 2007, and that it was like, whoa. This
0: episode (laughs) might be the single most 2007 episode of Hannah Montana I've watched so far. Um, (laughs) Like, truly... There are so many things where I'm just like, this is the most 2007 way that they could have approached this. And that's just yet another example that they're using marshmallow
1: guns. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, it's very, it, it, it feels like one of the episodes that makes the most sense in the real world, but also not because of the whole like confusion of celebrities. But like also, it feels very much like... I mean, could we just take off the Hannah Montana wig and is this an occurrence that may have happened between the Jonas Brothers and Miley being idiots together? Probably. Uh, I mean, so much of
0: this episode hinges on Robbie Ray's songwriting prowess. Um, <laughs> uh, let's just get into it. So <laughs> she busts let's in. Let's go through the episode, It's yeah. the Jonas Brothers. She's like, oh, my God, it's the Jonas Brothers. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Hannah Montana. And they, like, literally climb over each other to, like, get out the
1: door. We we see the classic Disney physical comedy, people climbing on each other. But also that was just, like, everything the Jonas Brothers ever did on any TV show ever. Like, on their TV show when they guest start on things and Camp Rock. Like, it was like, we have Jonas Brothers climbing on each other.
0: Yeah, I felt I like- kid you not, watch anything. <laughs> I mean, and kind of similar to, like, Selena Gomez around this time, I feel like Disney Channel wanted to promote the Jonas Brothers through, like, any means necessary, and part of that was yes. trying to find acting projects for them, and I know that the show that ended up airing for them, Jonas, had, like, been in
1: development for a very long time and had many different iterations yes. before it got to air- and it started at probably this time, honestly, that this was happening. It was in development as a spy show. I know. <laughs> Around this probably exact time was probably when that was happening. Yeah, very misguidedly <laughs> as a spy show. Um,
0: and I. I My point with all that is that they are trying so hard as actors in this episode. Yes. (laughs) Particularly towards the end. But the dialogue is, you know, just as bad in, like, every way that you'd expect it to be. And it was very jarring for me you to- You get the superlatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. The
1: cute romantic one, the cute funny one, the cute sensitive one. Yeah, but so I vomit. mean- <laughs> But it was, like, very jarring
0: to see how they looked in 2007, even though, like, I, I was there, like, I know. But, like, I'm just- <laughs> We get so acclimated to seeing how they are now that, like- Right. I mean- When's the last? I mean, this had to have been around the last time Nick Jonas's hair was this long.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's worn it. Yeah, so the was since. that floofy. Um, yeah. But then you and then Joe's iconic headbands. Oh God, um, they're so bad. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> it's a real wonder how Taylor Swift was able to get so much material out of someone that looked like that. But <laughs> oh. you mentioned uh, the. Yeah, so Miley describes Kevin as ro- the romantic one, Joe as the funny one, and Nick as the sensitive one. I did want to ask you, It was Kevin the romantic
1: one, or was it just that he got married first? <laughs> well, the thing is, at that point, Kevin had really been the only one to have a like serious relationship in the public because he was the oldest (laughs) um like Joe at that point had had AJ and Mandy but Mandy was more of a like after that everyone was like oh because the song and they did date or whatever Mm -hmm. and then AJ was his first like celebrity and then Nick and Miley that was Nick's first you know at, at all public relationship and so I think it just stemmed from the fact that like because Kevin had had a public relationship, he had to be the romantic one. Also, I don't think we really knew much about Kevin. Yeah, back then. Yeah, because I don't think anyone really cared. Exactly. Like, there, Kevin girls. Kevin girls were weird. Like the Kevin girls were few and far between, and they were freaking weirdos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not I mean, to like be a bully, but I was a bully. Nick and Joe girls were superior. I, it's the fact. I just like
0: <laughs> I. You, you like, said it, like, that she had a superlative for Kevin, I was, like, surprised by, and that it was the romantic yeah. one. I was like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, honestly, that definitely wasn't really a thing. Like, because, again, I think that was mostly just because people didn't really care about Kevin, yeah. which is, like, sad, but, like, it's the truth. People didn't really give a shit about Kevin in 2007. <laughs> yeah, um...
0: Yeah, so also in this scene they like all kind of flirt with Hannah um Nick the most. So I I sorry. I I just remembered something you said a minute ago and I just want to be sure I heard you correctly. <laughs> Did you say that Joe Jonas dated AJ? Do you mean of Ali and AJ? Correct. Yes. Huh. I must yeah. have known that back in the day. I just <laughs>
1: the aj has confirmed that uh, at least one or two songs on insomniac are about joe
0: ooh okay um, yeah and i don't i never
1: remember which one they are i like i know which ones there but i never can remember um but, but yeah no that was a that was a thing that happened um i i very much remember that i, I definitely remember writing a fanfic back then oh about my God, when they were Kayla, dating if you could find that <laughs> Uh, I think I know where all of my fanfics are, and I never want to find them again, even though I know exactly where they are. They're still on the internet somewhere. They totally are. Okay, I might have um, some research
0: to do later. Um, anyway, <laughs> what I was starting to get into is that they're flirting with Hannah And Robbie Ray's like, hi, I'm Robbie Ray. I'm the dad and I'm the protective one. And I was like, where were you when the full-ass adult dancer or the full-ass adult tennis player or the full-ass Jesse McCartney were all wanting to date your daughter? Where were you then when these, like, 25-year-olds were wanting to date her?
1: (laughs) Well, with Jesse McCartney, he was off with his, his snow bunny wife.
0: Well, no, but I mean, in, in, in the real HMU, uh, Jesse McCartney, right. like, asked her to go out. And, uh, like, that's true. <laughs> these boys are at least age appropriate for her, you know? Like, why Why is he now, right? like, yes, well, is like, protective.
1: Literally, these are the first age appropriate boys other than Jake. Yeah, pretty much. Like, other than friggin' Jake Ryan. Or,
0: like, Sterling Knight's cousin. So the Jonas Brothers are apparently very big fans of Robbie Ray's songwriting. They sing a little bit of Nobody's Perfect, which I'm like, that's the one you pick to be emblematic of how good of a songwriter he is. And then they they basically just like don't even have eyes for Hannah anymore because they're so big into Robbie Ray. And they like ask him to write a song for them. And he's like, yeah, sounds great. And Hannah is not happy about that. <laughs>
1: no hannah's not having it <laughs> uh so then you know but at c- first you can't tell at first you can't tell if it's because she wants the jonas brothers to herself or if she doesn't want her dad to write it very quickly becomes she doesn't want her dad to write but in that first it's moment it's like... <laughs> yeah right in the first moment it's definitely both and then it very quickly turns into oh my father is writing for other people. What if I'm not famous anymore and my dad doesn't love me? (laughs) (laughs) I I
0: don't know if it goes as far into what if I'm not famous anymore. I think, I think she's just very insecure and is not used to um, having to share attention. Um, But I mean, I throughout this whole thing, I like kind of feel for her. And at the same time, I'm like, she is so overreacting to all this. Um,
1: Right. It's one song. That's something that kills me. It's one song that maybe took him a week to put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from meeting the Jonas brothers to when the song is recorded. That's like a week. Yeah. Somewhere in there. <laughs> a week out of your life where your dad isn't writing music for you.
0: So then uh, Miley is like ranting to Lily about how Robbie Ray was supposed to be home um, a couple hours earlier. Um, and She's concerned that he's going to like writing for these boys more than he likes writing for Hannah Montana. Um, And during this scene, Miley is braiding Lily's hair, but like doing so incredibly aggressively. And Lily keeps trying to hint at the fact that Miley's hurting her. And Miley just keeps being like, Lily, this isn't funny. And I'm like, she's not making jokes.
1: No, (laughs) she's not trying to be funny. Right, and eventually she says, like, I hope this gets over soon, or else I'm gonna be bald. And that's when Miley finally gets it. Um, (laughs) Like, finally it's, oh, I might be tearing my best friend's hair out of her scalp. Yeah.
0: Um, And then Robbie Ray gets home. He's like, "The Jonas Brothers are great. And um, apparently they started songwriting, but then they started playing air hockey and video games. And I'm like... Is that fun for either of them? <laughs> is that <laughs> legitimately cuz he's like 45,
1: right?
0: Is is it fun for these like teenage boys to like play air hockey with some dad? I and like video game like what video no. games were they playing together? Anyway.
1: I don't, I don't. <laughs> This whole thing that I honestly that is the most unrealistic part is that they were just like hanging out. I know. Like it's like, absolutely, I can see them writing a song and enjoying writing a song together, but the fact that it's, like, prank calls and air hockey, I'm like... Yeah, it would make sense really if it was Jackson. <laughs> right. But instead,
0: it's, yeah, it's just Hannah Montana's dad. <laughs> but they did end up starting to write what becomes We Got the Party, which is a fun song. I'm excited that we are getting it. Yes. And... Robbie Ray's, like, yeah, goofing around brought out some good material. And then he does this thing that apparently the Jonas Brothers taught him, which is to reach your hand or, like, your arm over your head and stick your finger in your mouth and say fish on a hook,
1: which, like, isn't a joke. It's just no. something weird you do with your body. <laughs> and honestly, and he, it, this is what it really feels like, is that Disney – knew that the fans called joe funny but disney doesn't actually know how to do anything other than like stupid base level like goofy kid humor and make it appropriate for tv and so everything that joe does that's funny is not actually something a teenager would find funny well also none of it is really jokes like, the, the fish on a hook thing, that seems to me more like something you would do to,
0: like, entertain, like, a literal baby that can't talk. To be like, look, right. I'm making a funny face. Um, but Robbie Ray's like, i am got to go get on the webcam. I'm going to call Uncle Ol. He's going to love this. I'm like, really? <laughs> There's I mean, nothing to it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It really does feel like they were like, well, we have to make Joe funny. And so they made, like, it the most base-level little kid humor that no one thought was funny.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, and then, like, the next scene is Robbie Ray, like, working on the song. But all he's doing is holding the guitar. He's not even playing it. He's just holding it, and he just, like, sings a couple lines of the song. He's like, yeah, I'm working on the song. I'm like, no, you aren't. <laughs>
1: like, well, you're just sitting on the couch
0: <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> you're- He's not doing anything, but Miley enters wearing a football jersey, a sideways hat, and uh, <laughs> and then she starts, like, throwing spitballs at him, uh, and Robbie Ray's like, cut it out, Miley, I'm trying to work, and then the Jonas Brothers call him, and it's like a prank call, and... Gonna tinkle, <laughs> Joe, is that you?! <laughs> The thing about this scene that really got me, and this was, again, like, the most 2007 thing that could have been written, is after Robbie Ray figures out that it's the Jonas Brothers on the phone, he's like, oh, you boys, LOL. (laughs) And that's how he says it. He doesn't say it like "oh, you boys," LOL. He's like "oh, you boys," LOL. Like they're the ones laughing out loud. Right. And Miley's like, "You know, LOL." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah Nick, Nick talk
1: to me." What? <laughs> also, just like imagining the the concept of Nick teaching someone text slang doesn't track for me.
0: No, but, like, it's so clearly, this, these lines were so clearly written by, like, a middle-aged person that doesn't actually know how, like, kids talk, and Robbie Ray also (laughs) clearly read the line wrong. He put the emphasis on the wrong words, and so it just sounds so Mm -hmm. stupid. I want to get, like, the clip of him saying that, and I want to, like, put it up on, like, my Instagram or something
1: to be like, you guys need to see this, because... Which it's just... It's so funny to me. It's so funny to me that that's how Billy Ray would, like, read that line. Right. Miley is Billy Ray's middle child. At this point, four out of five of his children were teenagers. Yeah. Like... Four out of five of his kids were teenagers, and he didn't know how to properly use LOL. That's not true. That's not
0: true. (laughs) Well, also, I mean, I feel like I say LOL more now, ironically, than I ever said it out loud back in the day. Sure, you know, you'd type it. But, like, I never said LOL as, like, part of my conversations. No. I I only started doing that once it became an ironic thing, where, like, it is so long past. (laughs)
1: Right. So yeah, that just it, it all every time it, it, like and just in general on this show, whatever like Billy Ray reads a line about something teen like and reads it like completely oblivious, I'm like A, Miley Stewart is Robbie Ray's second child to be a teenager. So, he's had teenagers around, but B, Billy Ray at the time Hannah Montana premiered was a parent to three almost four teenagers. like so it just is so silly to me (laughs) yeah
0: miley being jealous of this conversation (laughs) uh gets on her phone goes (laughs) and like hides in the kitchen and attempts to prank call robbie ray and robbie ray's like miley i don't have time for your bullshit Um, he doesn't uh, he obviously doesn't say that but but that's the tone of it he's like miley i don't have time for this bullshit Which is where I started to feel bad for her, because, like, she's doing everything that they're doing. Yeah. And she's just trying to, like, fit in, I guess. Which, I mean, okay, I'll say this. Considering that at the end, Robbie's, like, big idea is that um, the song will be, like, a collaboration between Hannah and the Jonas Brothers, why couldn't she have just, like done all of this with him the whole time. The
1: the way he words it to her at the end is, I've been thinking about this for a while. This whole episode takes place over a span of a couple days. So why hadn't Hannah been brought into it sooner than if he'd been thinking about it for a while, you know? Like, why is he just letting his daughter be so upset to the point where she comes up with a harebrained scheme? He knows his children. He knows schemes will ensue. Like, if this is something he's been thinking about, and when they met, the Jonas Brothers were clearly interested in Hannah Montana. Like, if he was smart, they would have been right a, a Hannah-Jonas collaboration from the beginning. And yeah. the way the Jonas has talked to Robbie Ray, he's supposedly a very smart songwriter. <laughs> I mean... You don't
0: seem convinced.
1: <laughs> I, I just, I don't understand why it took... Until she did something stupid for him to be like, well, Hannah and the Jonas Brothers could do a song together.
0: You know, as her manager, he should really be looking out for her for those sorts of opportunities.
1: Right. And any normal manager of a pop star would see a moment where two groups or a solo artist and a groom meet and instantly hit it off for a second as a collaboration money making moment. This just goes back to prove that Robbie Ray is not a good manager. Yeah, he needs to delegate. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about this every episode.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he goes to finish the song with the guys. And he's doing this just as, like, Lily arrives at the house. And Lily's like, your dad's having a bromance. And I'm like, no, he isn't. <laughs> also, a jo- like, a you know, I, I hate the word bromance. I hate any sort of attempt to gender a non gendered word just so that men feel more comfortable in themselves. Just say they're being friends. Like, there's nothing gay about having friends.
1: No. And especially in this context, why would you use the term that's supposed to make it a no homo situation for an adult hanging out with three teenage boys? Disney. Yeah, who are all brothers? Disney think it through.
0: <laughs> it just comes back to, again, these, like, middle-aged writers are like, how do we do slang? Right.
1: How do we appeal to the youth? Right. Uh, even if the term romance wasn't offensive and upsetting in any sort of way, you wouldn't use it to describe three teens and a, a grown-ass man.
0: No. No. Um. <laughs> no.
1: So... Yeah, Miley
0: continues to feel threatened. She feels like she isn't enough for Robbie Ray anymore. Most of these scenes are kind of like all the same thing happening. And then we get a little scene, like the B-plot's in it for a second, and then Miley goes to talk to Lily. And uh, she has a new plan, which is that she's going to convince the Jonas Brothers that Robbie Ray stole the song he's currently writing for them from another, what they describe as, guy band band. And the guy band is just Miley and Lily in disguise. And, uh, the best way I could describe their costumes was that Lily kind of looks like Ozzy Osbourne with short hair. And Miley kind of looks like Bon Jovi with short hair. (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah, vaguely.
0: (laughs) Uh... And so then, yeah, the Jonas Brothers are playing. I, I mean, I wrote in my in my notes, Nerf tag or something? Question mark. They were they were using their marshmallow guns. I now know. Um, <laughs> uh, and they enter the studio, which is where uh, Miley and Lily in disguise are waiting to do their little skit. Guy, Lily's like, "Oh, you guys are so hot!" And there's this like very long beat where it's like. and then Miley's like on the charts you guys are so hot on the charts and I'm like yeah it's 2007 people weren't allowed to be gay yet um (laughs) there's no way that that would be it (laughs) but uh they introduced themselves as Milo and Otis Otis which I have to say I still appreciate this joke today, but I do have to wonder how many people ever got the joke in the first place because it feels like such a weird deep cut thing to reference. Right. So, for those who might not know, there was a movie. I don't even remember when it came out. I feel I like don't it's either. been out the entire time I've been alive. Like probably like early 90s. Um, but it's named Milo and Otis, and Milo and Otis are like a pug and a kitten, yeah. and they go on these adventures.
1: And, and it's live
0: action with like somebody doing the voices for the dog and the cat.
1: Yeah. And so these are the Milo, Miley says, because she starts to introduce herself as Miley and Lily can only think of Otis, which is just so funny to me that that's the route they went to go with it. Like. Yeah. it's.
0: I think it's, I think it's such a weird choice and I actually really love it. Yeah. Um, but I am legitimately curious
1: how many, people actually,
0: how many people actually clocked it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, I only know that movie as, like, an old VHS tape at, yeah. like, my grandparents' house. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even have it. Like, it was at my grandparents' house. <laughs> so, uh, I am curious. If you watched Hannah Montana as a kid and you didn't know what Milo and Otis was, can you please tell me? I'm not going to judge you or anything. No, I'm just really yeah. curious as to if... You know, <laughs> how, to how many
1: people got the joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Adventures of Milo and Otis came out in 1986. 1986? And this aired in 2007? Yeah. So I honestly... Wow. I don't I don't know how many people who would have been of the like actual age to watch Hannah Montana really would have watched it. Like, I had. You had. But, like, I think we were probably... Uh, A, on the older end of people actually watching Hannah Montana when this show came out. Yes. And yes. still probably are on the youngest end of people who knew what Milo and Otis were.
0: <laughs> yeah. So somebody like uh, like Alex Mellaris, when you listen to this, will you please tell me if you knew what Milo and Otis <laughs> was? Because I've had to explain other references that the show makes right? to him before. So that's that's sort of the sort of thing where it's like just enough time has passed between right. when like how old he was when he watched the show and how old I was watching the show. Um so I am very curious about that sort of thing. Yeah. So if you want to weigh in on this Milo and Otis debate, please DM. Let me us or know. Let us know.
1: <laughs> I didn't yeah, actually, um, I didn't even realize. 86. Wow.
0: That is that is older than like most people I socialize with that aren't family members. <laughs> oh my. Um, so also in this scene, the way that Miley and Lily talk when they're pretending to be guys, this also, I don't know how many people are going to get this reference I'm about to make, but they talk exactly like the song from the movie pop star that Connor for real things called equal rights. Um, <laughs> Where he's so <laughs> obsessed with not being seen as gay that he just like says football and monster trucks, like like just every other sentence, yeah, <laughs> for like no reason. you get it. you I agree, do I do <laughs> It is that is the like most direct comparison I could possibly think of for how they yeah. talk in this. Um, Absolutely. And if you haven't seen Popstar, you must see Popstar. Um, and you will you will appreciate the joke I just made a lot yes.
1: more. Yes. Because it is very, very accurate. Very accurate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially Lily. Because she'll be like, well, we'll just go sing the song now. Monster trucks.
1: <laughs> right. Trying to cover up for the fact that she called them hot, like, 30 seconds ago.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so they in very large quotation marks, they play their own version of We Got the Party in order to throw the Jonas Brothers off. And, like, it works. They're like, hey, that's our song. And they're like, oh, no, we wrote this song. Robbie Ray asked to, like, sit in on our recording session one day, and he must have taken it and given it to you. And Kevin is acting so hard in this scene. He's like, I don't want to see that guy again. I'm out, and then
1: you like, like so stupid. honestly. Kevin bless his heart. Kevin cannot act, and he's like I, I'm out. Know, it's like from what he's not here right now. No, and I mean this is I mean this is a thing with everything they've done on Disney. Kevin only can play stupid characters or himself as stupid. Like Kevin is much smarter than any tv version of kevin but he can't act and so all tv versions of kevin and or his character in camp rock jason are idiots (laughs) because it just works that's like the best acting kevin can do
0: But so, yeah, Kevin's like, I'm out. And then uh, Joe's like, sorry about that, bro, to Miley and, like, fist bumps and, like, hurts Miley's hand because he does it so hard. I don't know. And then Nick to Lily is like, hey, no hard feelings. And Lily goes, nothing a hug couldn't fix, which I was like, respect the hustle.
1: Respect the hustle. Go for it. Get it. Get it, Lily. Get it.
0: <laughs> um, I am curious. And I guess I can say more on this in a minute. But, like, I feel like this was a very risky move on Miley's part. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs> because like, they just met her as somebody else, like, a couple days ago. And uh, in this scene, so the Jonas Brothers go to leave. And Robbie Wright enters, like, right as they're leaving. And they, like, kind of hash it out. And they all, like, point to Miley and Lily, and Robbie Ray, like, waves at them. And we never actually see the aftermath of this. No. Um, we never see what happens and who explains what. Um, and we hear from Miley in the next scene that, I guess, apparently, Hannah called the Jonas Brothers and was like, I hired Milo and Otis to play a prank on you guys. I'm sorry about that. Which, like, that's a that's a decent excuse, but... All right. Again, I feel like it was a very risky thing because they so could have easily recognized her. And then for right. Robbie Ray, it's like, well, that's my daughter. You've actually met. <laughs> you know, like, it felt like she'd kind of backed herself into a
1: corner. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, they didn't know. I mean, obviously, they'd assumed Robbie Ray wouldn't show up. But had Robbie Ray shown up, he could have just decided to call her out as Miley right then and there. Yeah. Right? Like right in front of them. And then now there's the Miley-Hannah debacle that exactly. the Jonasism have now met Miley and Hannah and then what? Right? Like th- That could have gone so wrong. I think they backtracked it the best they could with Hannah hiring Milo and Otis. But like, yeah. Again, this goes with worst kept secret. I mean, worst kept secret. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So yeah, in this next scene, which is like the classic Miley and Robbie on the porch thing, um, Miley's sitting on the roof of the house, <laughs> and it's the part yes, of the she does. roof. <laughs> it's the part of the roof that Jackson was sitting on during the um, alternate universe <laughs> episode. His home. <laughs> yeah, uh, and he was living on the roof. <laughs> yeah, as a hermit in quotes. Yeah, so he she she Miley tells her dad that uh that she called the jonas brothers and covered it up and robbie ray has a line in this scene that is just top tier ridiculousness to me because if mm-hmm. you heard it in any way out of context or even in context it's so funny he says honey you can't seriously be jealous of me spending time with the jonas brothers <laughs>
1: The way he means it is obviously in the like sweet, you know, you're my you're my first priority kind of way. But she could be jealous of him spending time with Jonas Brothers, not just because of that, but because she wants to spend time with the Jonas Brothers. So it's like one of those things. that's, like you know, he meant it in the oh, honey, you know, you're my kid, you're my favorite. But it also was kind of like that's your choice. That's your choice. I just of think words it's for such that? a funny
0: thing to say. Just like. I mean, that that would be a funny thing for anyone to say. But, like, imagine (laughs) that in, like, in, like, a comic or something. Just be like, honey, you can't seriously be jealous of me spending time with the Jonas Brothers. Like, the (laughs) matter-of-factness about it, the way he says the Jonas Brothers, just all of it. I'm like, that is one of the most insane lines in the series to me, just for, like, how matter-of-fact he says it. Because it's such an insane (laughs) Weird.
1: Like a weird, I spent time with the Jonas Brothers. Like that's just a weird situation to be telling your daughter, oh, you can't be jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, you can. You can definitely be jealous if your dad gets to spend time with the Jonas Brothers, no matter who you are. <laughs> um, so
0: Miley is concerned that uh, the Jonas Brothers are just going to want him to write even more songs for the- him and then uh, word will spread and he'll be like an in-demand songwriter and won't have time for Miley and Hannah. And he's like, well, but I love writing songs for Hannah, which is true because he like can't write the same sort of song for the Jonas Brothers that he writes for Miley. Um, and also she's his only daughter, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Robbie's like, actually, I had this vision of you uh recording the song with the Jonas Brothers and then we get them like in the studio recording the track and then on
1: one mic with Kevin singing
0: (laughs) yeah um the way that this and the rest of this sequence is shot is like very odd and I also so once they are done with like the recording portion They then are, like, down on the beach outside the surf shack performing this, and it seems like it's a music video, but they don't actually confirm that. And I thought it was a little confusing because, like, Lily is there as herself. Jackson is there with, like, Rico on his shoulders. Like, I'm like, this can't be an actual party, right? This must be, like, a concert or a music video, right?
1: Right, but if it was a concert or a music video...
0: Lily would in theory be there
1: as Lola, right? That's
0: why I'm so confused. Also, it was, it took the entire episode up until this moment watching this part of them on the beach for me to be like, hey, Oliver wasn't in this episode.
1: Yeah, no, there's no Oliver in this episode. There were
0: just too many boys, they decided. They
1: couldn't have the, like, regular boy. You can have Nick Jonas or you can have Mitchell Musso, but you can't have both. <laughs> you can only have one Disney diabetic. <laughs> oh my God. Only one. <laughs> oh God. I don't even want to touch that yet. Um. We'll get there one day. We have many episodes to go before we get to that storyline. <laughs> okay. We were almost at the end. Uh yeah, uh, we're a music video concert, dream sequence, what is it? <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> right, because yeah, Lily's there as Lily, not as Lola, which she doesn't do at Hannah events, so that doesn't track, but they're on the beach, and Jackson and Rico are there. I almost so... wonder
0: if because Rico's there, I mean, it doesn't Lily's fully there work, as Lily. Is Hannah's there, that like, it would be like, oh, well, we shouldn't tamper with this, because you could very easily find out that Lola is Lily. And it's a slippery slope from there.
1: Right. (laughs) But then we've already had, though, we've already had a situation where Hannah and Lola have been on the beach, though. We have? Yeah, the carnival when they bring Sarah the money. Oh, God. That wasn't, like, a way bigger
0: thing, though. That wasn't, like... (laughs) Right. That doesn't count to me. Um because like Rico wasn't there for that. Maybe. Because
1: I don't It's weird. It might be a music video. It might be a random beach concert. We really don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, it's all shot very weird. Um, And like, I like it. It's camp. But <laughs> it's very odd. And there's this very odd, like zoom in on Hannah's face. And then like a freeze frame and like a giant lens flare in front of her face. It's Really bizarre. Um, and then the bumper of the episode is uh, Hannah and Robbie Ray are, like, gearing up to fight the Jonas Brothers uh, with their marshmallow guns. And
1: and they barge into the studio on a gospel choir. <laughs> yeah, and here's and- the thing. They,
0: they bust into the studio, and there's, like, a panel of glass there. They would have been able to see that it's not the Jonas Brothers and instead is a choir, but instead – they go into the inner studio right. and start shooting them be- like before they even have a chance to register who it is. And I'm like, you guys, use your eyes and ears. Because um, they were also <laughs> singing. They would have heard immediately. Right. Um, but anyway, they, uh, they then exit the studio, and the Jonas Brothers are waiting for them to start shooting them. And then Miley says, duck and cover, daddy. It's the return of the Joni. Which is a very Correct. weird choice of
1: pun. Uh-huh. I don't it's think it works. It's return of the Joni. No. I mean, it's memorable, but. <laughs>
0: um, so, that's the A plot.
1: The B plot is one of, honestly, one of the, like, stupidest B plots ever. But it works. I mean,
0: it has nothing to do with anything. Um... And I, no, I have a lot just, of questions.
1: It, it's one of those B plots that, like, when there's so much going on in the A plot, but they just need you to see Jackson and Rico at some point, they put in a weird-ass B plot like this. Yo, That's kind of what it felt like.
0: Poor Oliver not getting included in the B plot and, like, given something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackson is in what I've interpreted as being a wetsuit, but apparently it's actually, like, I don't know, cycling Cycling clothes? gear or something, um, Yeah. And he's doing lots of stretches and Rico teases him that like stretching won't make him grow taller or whatever. And then <laughs> Jackson says that there's a $5,000 contest. And th- the lines in this are written as such that you cannot interpret what is going on until you like actually right. see Jackson. But Jackson says that there's a $5,000 contest put on by, I believe he said Macklemore sporting goods. <laughs> um, and, uh, to break a record and he doesn't say for what and so I'm like for a bike and I'm like what and then it cuts to him like on a pogo stick and yes. he ha- is wearing a helmet that has like a GoPro like wire on it with that it, like has a camera on his face as he's using the pogo stick And Mm -hmm. he, again, doesn't say really what the record is for. I guess we're supposed to interpret it as just, like, longest amount of time spent on a pogo stick. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If nothing else, I admire Jackson's belief in himself because he has absolutely no reason to be this confident. (laughs) And so, yeah, then we get, like, a tiny little bit of Jackson before an A-plot scene. He's pogoing along, and he's like, man, I'm hungry. And Lily tosses a hot dog and he catches it with his mouth. And he's like, thank you. And then the next bit is that Jackson really needs to pee. But Rico won't help him by like. can't open the door. By like opening the door. And I'm like, even if you get that door open, how on earth are you going to pee while Pogoing? With a camera on But he does it. But he does (laughs) it. He somehow does it. But Rico only agrees to do it if he gets half of Jackson's winnings. And I'm like, you don't need that money. Your father's a billionaire with a B. You do not need
1: $2,500. You don't. Right? Right. His dad is so rich. He lets his young son run one of the businesses. Like, you shouldn't be worried about money, Rico. Yeah,
0: it's just <laughs> purely to mess with Jackson. And I didn't really care for it. Um <laughs> and uh and then the last scene of this is that Jackson is like still pogoing and he's like how much longer and Rico's like only a few more minutes um but Jackson can't take it and he like collapses and then it turns out Rico reveals that um Jackson had actually passed the record four hours earlier but he just wanted to see how long he could go and I'm like okay honestly I think that was probably smart of Rico to do because now Jackson has set a record that's like so far ahead of the last record that it'll be really hard for anyone else to beat it. And, you know, he'll probably get to like be in the Guinness book of world records for several years. Like, I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. Um, But Jackson has another, just like all time line where he says, so I've been doing this for four hours with a wedgie that I'll probably need
1: surgery to remove. (laughs) <laughs> I thought that was decent. There's some good one-liners in this episode. There's a lot of really weird lines, but there's also some really solid one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, obscure references and just, like, it's kind of fun, other than the fact that it's just, you know, the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. There's not much to the plot. No. But it
0: has its fun little elements. <laughs>
1: Well, and in and, and reality, the A and B plot, neither of them really further the grand, like, Hannah Montana plot. You never really hear about the Jonas Brothers or this Pogo record ever again.
0: Yeah. So, like... And when you hear it, this song you know, again, it just, it's, it's, it's not, like, the Jonas Brothers version. No. They didn't even put the Jonas the Brothers version, on, version the, on the soundtrack. It's just, like, the pure Hannah version.
1: No. The Jonas Brothers version is on the Jonas Brothers album. Really? As a bonus track.
0: Yes. And does it say featuring Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus?
1: I don't remember if it says Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus. Now I gotta look because that's going to bother me now. <laughs> I think it says and Miley Cyrus. I don't think it even says featuring. I think it... Well, yeah, because it's her song. I like I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to find it because it was really funny. Okay, yeah. So it is on self-titled on the bonus Jonas edition. <laughs> Um, which is the best edition because it has Take a Breath. Um, but it is billed as Hannah Montana featuring the Jonas Brothers, but it's on the Jonas Brothers album.
0: Okay. Yes. Now we know. hmm Well, uh, was there anything that we didn't address?
1: <laughs> um, I don't think so. I mean, it, this episode was really just fan service. Everyone wanted to see Hannah Montana and the Jonas Brothers together. And we did. And then it was a way to set up the tour. Yeah. Um, Disney wanted to get the Jonas Brothers on a tour and they did. Like (laughs) they got the Jonas Brothers out on tour with Miley and yeah, it was the beginning of the end of Nick and Miley's relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, go on to of course inspire seven things seven things which is a bop which did we see Miley's post of the anniversary where she tagged both Nick in the music video photo and Selena in the performance video (laughs) (laughs) um I Miley has no chill these days when it comes to talking about her past and I love it because everyone else is like totally on board with it um a lot of what has happened like we talked a lot about how with Fearless, how a lot of how Sophie and Taylor are interacting is a lot of how Miley is interacting with every one of her exes at this yeah. point. Um, and it just makes me happy that she's like, yep, whatever. And then Nick's just like, ha funny. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all old now and nothing matters from 2007.
0: <laughs> well... Any last thoughts? I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> I, honestly this episode it just is nostalgic it, there's nothing really to it. It's just fun. Um, yeah that's what I that's what I've got Well do
0: you want to let people know where they can find you?
1: Oh, sure. You can find me all over the place. Um, Easiest place is uh, com. That's where the links to everything else are. Um, My podcast is probably back by the time this episode airs, actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's either,
0: it might be this week, but... uh, The week that I I come back? Yeah, uh, no, it'll be after that. It'll be the week is- after
1: that. So your podcast will be back
0: by then. Great.
1: Okay. So my podcast Lifestyle came back uh, last week. So you can check that out. It is available everywhere that this podcast is available. It's just Lifestyled. Um, and I'm on Instagram mostly at uh, Kayla Danielle 11 That's, that's me.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. It feels like we're fulfilling a
1: prophecy today. This this really does feel like pumping up the podcast coming kind of like to the point where we oh, we're like one day this will happen. It feels like we've made it to that point and I'm very excited to keep going. Yeah. This was this was foretold. <laughs> yes. Years ago. Years and years and years ago, which is crazy.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much to all of you for tuning into today's episode of Pumping Up the Podcast. I hope you'll join us next week. For season two, episode 17 of Hannah Montana. It's called Don't Stop Till You Get the Phone. Join us for that. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, if you'd like to find us online, we're on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod, Instagram at Pumping Up the Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lovely Leesy, Instagram at Actor Elise. Uh, that does it. We'll see you next week. And until then, keep on pumping up the party.